Hi there, this is Alyssa from Unbusy, where I teach you how to simplify your home, create routines that work for you as a work-at-home mom, and up-level your work-at-home mindset. You're in for a treat today because this is actually a live coaching call with Jamie. Jamie is the founder of Eco Crates of America, and she's also a work-at-home mom. On this call, we're going to map out a plan for her to segment work time from family time, get more structured and consistent with her time blocking, and let her be in the moment when her kids are at home. And if you want a call just like this, but tailored for you and your problems, fill out this quick application to get started working with me, because I want you to be an amazing work-at-home mom and actually be able to get everything done. So let's make sure you truly love your work-at-home mom life. So hi, Jamie. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alyssa. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Give me the two-minute brain dump version of your work and family time-blocking issues. Oh, gosh. Um, well, uh in a nutshell, I'm very blessed because I do have um, three children that go to school every day. So technically I have from like 7 a.m. until about 2.30 of uninterrupted time by the children. Doesn't mean that I don't have home responsibilities. We have pets. My husband also works from home. So there's always an opportunity to be interrupted. But my biggest struggle is sticking to the task or the list that I might make myself that day or I might time block. I'll forget that I time blocked because I'll get up and something else will happen and I'll get derailed from my regular schedule. I've yet to really find a certain rhythm where I stick to every day as if I were going into an office and I would make my coffee and fire up my computer and sit at my desk and check my emails. And there's that routine that I lack with working from home because every day brings something different with the kids' needs, the family's needs. I'm still responsible for making dinner, running the errands, doing the groceries, cleaning the kitchen, walking the dog anytime she decides to bark along those, all those things, you know? So I don't know if that helps to answer that question, but I get very scattered and I lose focus easy. Okay, great. Well, now we know what to work with. So first off, it's amazing that you have that time with your kids being in school. So that's definitely a plus. Um, do you have maybe a rough ballpark idea of how much time during the work that you do tend to need to spend on any husband interruptions, dog interruptions, some housework things that you really prefer to get or that have to be done while your kids are at school? So I would say probably I could probably do it more efficiently if I just got it into a one hour time. But what tends to happen is that I get up to stretch or okay. walk around so that sure. I'm not on the computer so much. But anytime I leave my office, yes, I'm drawn into something else that I see that needs to be get done. And like saying, I know it's like 20, 30 minutes have gone by. Oh, wait, I didn't finish that article I was in the middle of. Or, oh my gosh, I have to jump on this Zoom at two o'clock. What was I thinking? How did I, how was I five minutes late? That kind of thing. Okay. Makes total sense. So moving to that daily work at home rhythm part. Do you have a morning rhythm that you're dealing with the kids, getting started, anything? Do you feel like that's going well for you? Most days. My husband has agreed to take them, you know, a few mornings, help them in, the, in their morning routine. But if I decide to get out of bed at the same time that they're still home, they're still all about mom, even though daddy's in charge. Yes. So as, as idea, ideal as it was for me to get up at five and start working earlier, I'm still disrupted between 6.30, no, between 5.30 and 7 of the morning routine. So let's just say that, yeah, I'm pretty much in charge of it still that unless I leave the house, which it's too early to leave the house, unless I went to like a 24-7 Denny's or something, but I don't want to do that. 
Yes, totally agree. So what if you said, all right, I'm getting up because I don't want to stay in bed, maybe. And I'm going to do those things that would distract me later on when the kids aren't home. If you have some laundry or food prepping, whatever it is that's going on in your day. So proactively remove some of those distractions for you. Instead of saying, shoot, I have a morning routine, but the kids are up and they want me and I can't actually work. You embrace the distraction and you use it for you. That's great. And I really think about doing that because I just, I'm I'm most mentally aware in the morning when it comes to work. So I do Mm -hmm. just want to sit down and try and do my work. And I'm constantly being pulled. But yeah, if I just shift my energy and shift my mindset, I think that could work. Same here. I'm a morning person, but to be able to wear the mom hat and the business hat, I find I have to completely separate them. So as soon as the kids start coming out in the room in the morning, I cannot wear the business hat. I have to say, I know I was in a flow. I have to shut it down and say, okay, mom hat, get them ready, do chores, be distractible, be with them. As soon as they're off that's when I can put the business hat back on. So that helps me to not have anything home-wise going on so that I don't have to do that. Oh, but I just saw that. And it's all been taken care of earlier. And it, I mean, it doesn't really matter so much if you got sidetracked putting in the laundry, answering a kid question, you came back two minutes later and finished it. I mean, that's not breaking your flow of doing laundry. Whereas it totally breaks your flow if you're thinking about recording a podcast episode, planning what is going to go in your next monthly box, something like that. Um, Another thing I was going to ask you is how is your weekly work hour thing going? Do you feel like you have enough hours or is the during the school day distraction cutting down the amount of work time you wish you could do? So I find that one day a week I try to reserve for just errands so that I'm not in and out of the house or in and out of the flow, so to speak. So I try to get all done at one time, but then that tends to spill over into the weekend where I've got four hours or so I need to grab uninterrupted. So I'll hit a Starbucks or a local coffee shop. Um, I find that the hours I have, I think, This is me shitting on myself. I should have enough hours if I'm using them smartly, but I have not been because I, like I said, easily distracted, maybe not in the mood to do that one particular thing at this moment. And that's the next thing that needs to get done. So I'll distract myself with something else. Um, So there's, there's those things. And then a lot of it is the little rabbit holes that I'll fall down on if I'm learning something and then I get stuck into learning something else and then I'm enjoying what I'm learning. And then, um, that I'm not actually doing the task at hand anymore of that five second quick lookup of how to do something. Yes. You know what I mean? And then I don't get back to it until the next day, if I get back to it at all. And then someone's like, well, where is such and such? I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I was, I'm almost done. Give me a minute. So, and it sounds like a little ADHD ish and it could be, I don't think I have it. I think I've just got so much on my plate that it's hard to keep it all straight. Mm -hmm. I am definitely a learner too. So you could see if this hack would work for you. I move all of the learning, even though it's business-related learning, therefore it is kind of essential, off of my regular work hours and I move them into my personal leisure hours and just say, okay, this week I'm diving into XYZ. Half of my leisure is not going towards it or all, but that's not sustainable for very long, you know? So in the evenings, everyone's hanging out. They're watching a show. I don't really feel like watching it. I'm going Googling stuff, learning looking at podcast episodes, taking someone's course, 
because it's fun for me to learn. If it mm-hmm. wasn't fun for us to learn, it, it couldn't kind of almost cross over, but yeah. it's sort of like a nonfiction self-improvement because yeah. business is kind of so a it's like the learning is like your TV time when other people. Yeah. yeah. So I cut out all the TV, I cut out all the social media, whatever. And I do that. And then that lets me go back to work the next week with, wow, I know suddenly know all this stuff. And yet I didn't spend my precious work hours on it. Yeah. And then the other way we could approach when you said we probably have enough work hours, but you're a little distracted, instead of just powering through on the discipline method, we could just say, okay, great. This is reality. And this is part of you getting to work from home is you're not sitting there, chop, 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 must meet deadlines Mm -hmm. all day. Maybe you really don't enjoy working like that. So what if we said, okay, we need to switch something about the number of tasks you have on your plate instead, that whole outsourcing or ignoring stuff like that. Um, I know at one point you had a VA. Did you ever get one back or you don't have one? Yes, I do know. I have, I have full time actually. So she's managing my social media. So that is such a time saver. I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Yes. So what if we wrote down a list of anything else other than social media? That's big, but what else in your business you could outsource to her? That would free up even more from your plate. It would give you some wiggle room on the days you just really didn't feel like hitting that project. You could say, you know, I have half a work day of flex time. It's okay. She can do this. Because I know there are a ton of delegatable things for VAs. There are. You just said a key word that I've never really considered, but half a day of flex time. I never really consider it as flex time. I'm like, the kids aren't here. I'm supposed to be working. I get so hard on myself and... Um, my husband and I have tried to get into a good habit of like, what can I do for you today? Mm-hmm. And he said this morning, I said, what can I do for you today? And he goes, can you just be kind to yourself? Like, don't be so hard on yourself. And you saying flex time, like, oh, maybe I need to actually build flex time into my day, you know, intentionally say, I'm only going to work half a day. So if I stop at two, I don't feel bad about not working. And again, that's a mindset thing, but um I don't think I would have come up with that on my own for a while. So thank you for that shortcut. Yes. <laughs> it's a simple thing, but we lose sight of it when we're trying to do it all. And it, it's, I think it's essential because we're moms and we have all the stuff going on. And just to give your brain that space, if you're in flow and you're like, I'm stopping at two instead of 2.30, you have the margin. You can go 15 minutes longer to wrap up as opposed to being like, I have to reuse every minute till 2.30 and shoot the kids are home and I really needed five more minutes. It's just the extra space. You can be like, I got done early and you get to reward yourself or you have that flex and oh shoot, the dog made a mess. Now I have to clean it up instead of being always, you know, running out of time and yeah. being late and hitting margins. That's huge. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Um, is there anything else you would like to set up around a daily work at home rhythm? Well, I heard a lot about the time block and Mm -hmm. I try to set that and I am aware of the Pomodoro method. And when I do use it, great. But like I said, sometimes I'll do a time block for the next day and then the next day comes and my time is hijacked and I ended up doing something else I didn't plan on doing. Like this morning, I did set a time block of things to do before the kids got up and I got them off to school and then I was going to go back to another thing, but I was informed that the dog was out of dog food. And my, my appointment yesterday got moved up to today. So I ended up going out this morning and running errands and spending too much time out, which was not on my radar at all today. So I think 
part of the problem with working from home is that I give myself, it's like not enough grace, but too much flexibility. Uh-huh. However, the dog needed food. So, and my dad was like, well, just delegate. And I'm like, dog, will get your own food. You know, like I had to get out and go. So things came up. Um, so I guess it's just staying focused would be my number one um, on the structure of the day. I don't know if some people just have a, I know when you go into a meditation mode or a workout mode, you set up a routine. Do you do a routine in the morning before you get started with your work so that it feels like you're transitioning to work mode and the other things need to wait, even if they're undone? I don't, but that's because I'm up so early because my husband's working from home that there isn't a whole lot I can do. I need to pretty much creep out to the living room, turn on the tiniest light possible and turn on the computer. Um, I wonder if this is would be a good place for that whole work half a day. So you know what your usual hours are, but what if you chopped a couple hours off of that so that you didn't feel like, shoot, my morning got bumped or the afternoon got bumped. Like you had that extra built-in time yeah. even during the workday. And then you can either say, I used it on this thing that came up. And the days it doesn't come up, you can choose. Do I feel like I want to get ahead? And now you've just told your brain, ooh, I got ahead, or I already met my obligations. You know, now I'm done. I get to relax instead of coming at it from this always behind, always behind. Because, yes, yeah. sorry, delegation is wonderful, but can't delegate to the dog. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it's just not practical. Yes. Hi, um, kid who cannot drive, please go out and buy me dog yes, food. Yes, yes. I drove. I drove to Florida last week and I just remember having to drive back home and my daughter was with me. I'm like, I can't wait till you can drive so we can split this, this task up, you know? Yes. Um, and then another question I had in this, you might have this saved for a little bit later, but it's being in the moment with the mm-hmm. kid, but we can get to that whenever you're ready. But that's no, no, it's good. Okay. What I found really useful for that is again, the switching out the mom hat and the business hat. So if I'm never wearing the business hat when they're around, it's the chores and housekeeping and oh I'm going to hear what's going on in their day and oh how is your latest whatever hobby or club they're into then I feel like I'm able to be in the moment instead of feeling like shoot I really needed to get this that or the other done for the business why are you around distracting me from it you know so having that separation where I know I have enough time to get it done without them means that I feel like yes it is totally okay if I spend these two hours jumping around from you to laundry to supper prep because it was okay. I wasn't sitting there saying, I have another hours of work on the project. Uh, Do I really have to be the person to cook supper again? You know, it was spacious. I don't need two hours to cook supper. So I'm totally fine walking down to their room and flopping down in their chair and having a talk about something and admiring the artwork and, you know, whatever it is. Well, just making them feel special and seen and heard. Because half the time I feel like I'm trying to finish a message from someone when they come home from school uh-huh. and it's not always eye contact. And yeah. And if your cutoff time is the 30 minutes ahead and that's the overflow, then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I was just browsing the news and eh, close. Hi, how are you? And how was your day? I'm so happy to see you. I like that. It's, it's getting that plan and committing to it without anybody else asking me to do it. I think sometimes I work until... I have to be with somebody else instead of yeah. tra- taking the time to transition. Yeah. And it just feels so much lighter to be able to have that transition time. I know it gives the productivity a little bit of a cut, but we're whole persons. We're not just the business owner and just the housekeeper cook, you know, and we need that space. 
Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. And at least for me, I find if I'm feeling stressed and pressured, I do not have the mental bandwidth to go make my kids feel special. That feels like an added to do. It feels like an extra. It feels like a chore. And I'm like, nope, can't do it. Can't handle it. Maybe another day. It's true. I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, And then you mentioned forgetting that you'd already time blocked. Is this something like you're writing out in a planner or a notes app or um, I'm a little puzzled how you're forgetting it. Can you? So it is a planner, but it's something that I'm not used to doing. I want to get into the habit of it. It's something that I've, I've read a lot of good stuff about. And if you do certain things on certain days and you just get into that, that rhythm or that flow. So if Mondays I find myself learning most, but I like your idea of like, save the learning for when they go to bed at night. Cause I am usually reading again, but let's chunk it up into specific times. So save the learning when they're going to bed at night or watching TV and the weekend. And then during the week, it's actually the content creation. It's the podcast. It's the editing. Um, So anyway, to chunk it up like that, instead of Mondays to do learning, Mondays I could do uh, podcast recording or Tuesdays I could do editing. And then Wednesdays I can convert to the blog. But then there's, you know, when do I plug in other things and is it best to do the same thing every day every week or just get it done as it needs to be done I think that depends on you does that feel like a helpful amount of structure does that feel overly rigid that today was podcast editing day and I'm not allowed to do anything else I mean you tell me I think I might need to try it on for size to Mm -hmm. see what it feels like I love the idea of it I've just never been able to stick to it because Mm -hmm. I jump up the new shiny objects when they float across the room See, I've heard a lot about them too, and I don't actually use them. I just set a deadline of has to be done by X, Y, Z. And so each week I know the specific deadlines, you know, like whatever your podcast episode comes out, stuff like that. And then I feel like I can work on whatever new business project I need to. I might have four different things going or that I should start. I can pick whichever one I felt like that Tuesday. Okay. But I know that the podcast episode got out or is getting out. Like I already, I did that first today and then I can go do whatever. So it doesn't have to be a, you know, it's clients today and it's box packing today. And like, but but what if I didn't have enough stuff to fill the time, you know, that way your absolute essentials are getting done, but you're also making forward progress on whatever you feel like that you've already vetted as an important business project. And it's, it's funny you say that. And I'm thinking out loud, I've Um, created a beautiful Trello board for my virtual assistant and I've got everything prioritized for her. And as the week changes, I will just ship cards for Mm -hmm. her. And so she, if she has any questions, she can always reach me, but she rarely does. She just gets Mm -hmm. it done because I'm so organized for her. I don't have that for myself. Well, maybe if visual (laughs) sounds great, maybe you need a visual (laughs) thing instead of a planner because some people like planners and some people like, no, 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 got to have a visual. I think that that might help me because then I can move it around Mm -hmm. as, as the demands of the week shifts. And then Mm -hmm. I can move it on to next week without rewriting it or looking for that. Because it's the rewriting that's the total pain versus just dragging it. Because the one constant seems to be that something has to be moved. Absolutely. No, that sounds like a great solution. And then if you want a ritual, your mini ritual is you log in and you open your Trello board. Or you always have your Trello tab up and then you're like, ooh, done with that one. So check Trello first thing in the morning when I start. Yeah. Yeah, And your ending routine, if you wanted, depending on how frequently you prefer to plan, could be the 
pick the Trello tasks for tomorrow if you want to do it on a day-by-day what pops up basis. Yeah, and I think I like the idea of like checking it off at the end of each day so I know mm-hmm. what what can go to the next day. Yeah. And, and do it on a daily basis for myself as opposed to what I have for her weekly. Mm-hmm. Less overwhelming, but I can put more details in there. And some of the stuff, as I think of it, I could actually create the copy right then and there. Mm-hmm. And so it's already written as I've made the list. And when it's time to do it, I just copy and paste it to wherever it needs to be. Yep. That sounds great for you. You. Sure. Was there anything else you wanted to ask about? Oh, goodness. Um, I mean, I think that's that's really it at, at this time as far as like just managing my day where taking away that guilt of not being in the moment when I should be in the moment and vice versa. But it's definitely a different way, a different mindset to shift and how to manage that time. And the transitions I think will be huge for me once I start implementing them. Yes. Instead of like rushing to the next thing, it'll give me the chance to debrief my mind, my body. And like you said, transition to the other roles that I play because it's not just business. It's not just mom. It's not just home. I need that flex time for myself too. Yes. Because well, quite often so I don't, oh yeah, I'm so, I was going to say quite often I don't go for that walk until I'm so stressed that I have to go for the walk. Uh-huh. Instead of being yeah. like, I have time every day, I can go for a walk preemptively. <laughs> <laughs> no. But thank you so much for sharing all that, all of this with us, Jamie, and letting all of your listeners see what it looks like to practically move forward when you're running a business from home. Thank you for letting me share. It's been a wonderful chat. Yes, I think this is such a gift. And I hope your new time blocking and especially those margin strategies make a huge difference to you. I think they will. And I'll keep you updated when next time we chat. Thank you. And then to our listeners, remember, if you want a call just like this, but tailored for you and your problems, just fill out this quick application to get started coaching because I want you to be able to be in a work at home mom too, just like Jamie and be able to get everything done. So let's make sure you truly love your work at home mom life. That's all for now. Have a wonderful day.